Wow, that Friday song starts us off. Welcome to the podcast. Friday, September 24. Um, I was hoping to have one more visit with Philip today, but he botched his schedule. So no Philip visit. It's Eric, it's Alex, and Bethany. Hello, ladies. Hello. Oops. Sorry. I'll try that. Sorry. Hello, ladies. Hello. It was my Hello. bad. I had the uh, I had the channel down. Oh. Um, I think we got plenty to talk about today. It feels like the three of us have not been together for quite some time, but here we are. I know. Hello. I think it has been a while. Had withdrawal. Um, Bethany, sorry you couldn't make it out last night. Um, <laughs> TSA's. I know. I was bummed. TSA's <laughs> Megan said oh, she she was a nice stand-in for you. So <laughs> okay. I always forget that she's there. Um, <laughs> no, I, for, I like everybody works at TSA, and they're all named Megan. Megan. Yes, yes. Um, but Me- Bethany, you missed a good time last night. Alex, you didn't go out to Jake's afterwards, did you? Of course, I did. <laughs> hey, I'm getting a little feedback from you. Um, yeah, it's the headphones. Mm, all right, I'll do my best to mask it. Um, so, how did that turn out? Did you have a long night? No, no, no. I was in bed by 1030. Um, it was actually a really good time. Um, everybody just kind of like, so Ashley and I got there first and then um, Philip and Sam and Dom arrived. And so we all just kind of sat at the table and just, you know, had good laughs and stuff. It was actually a really good time. I don't now after that, I think they went somewhere, but Ashley and I went our separate ways. Like we went home, but um so I think it was it was great. I was out until like ten and in bed by ten thirty. It was perfect. And you've never been to the Beirut before, have you? I have never. No, that was my first time at the Beirut. What did you think? I like it. I'm gonna go back. Like it is a lot more of. It's it seems like a popular restaurant, and I would not have like I drive past it all the time, but I never see it as a busy place. If that makes any sense, and it was kind of almost a nightmare for us last night until we got seated and kind of got settled so um i was i was satisfied with my food and then i am definitely going to order what you got last time and there was a couple other things that i was eyeballing so that was a good choice from from philip um yeah for as popular as beirut is i've never seen it as busy as it was last night where we couldn't find parking and i gotta tell you i wasn't super thrilled with my meal it was fine but i i and it's like the same people but i feel like biblos is better Oh, I've never had bee blows. But it looked good to me. Um, Smelled yeah. good, too. Bethany, do you have a, a favorite um, local Mediterranean place? Bethany? Sorry. Sidon. Sidon is my jam. Okay. I like Sidon. I did have um, Poco Piatti today for lunch, though. That was delicious. The lamb sliders. Poco oh, Piatti is pretty good. So good. Um, a news note. I enjoy Mano's, too. Like when I'm in a pinch mm-hmm. for lunch, especially I like Mano's. Um, a news nugget with Poco Piatti, Alex. I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but they are being added as some kind of vendor or food supplier to Glass City Metro Park. How? Like I, I don't understand. That. I did see that, and but how is that supposed to work? Like when um, you have events there, that it has to be like serviced by Poco Piatti or. I'm not 100% sure. I thought I read the article in the Blade pretty thoroughly. Um, maybe they're still working it out. Maybe. So 
I, to be honest, I don't know because I thought the same yeah. thing. Like, will they be in there, and do you have to take their food for 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 events and whatnot? Or, I mean, it's it's kind of different to have a vendor like that in a metro park. But now this is the second time that's happening because Ernest and who Ernest at Oak Openings. There's going to be a oh. is it coffee and beer? Yeah, I forget who it is. It's Ernest and somebody. There's coffee and beer now where food um, at Oak Openings is part of the Treehouse Village. So this is a new thing as our Metro Parks continue to grow and grow. So I'm curious how that's going to... Obviously, I'm curious for many reasons. Like, I feel like if I can like reserve the room and sign a contract before they make that happen. Does that mean that I, I wouldn't have to like, what if it, it does come out that like anybody who reserves the glass city Metro park must use Poco Peati as the caterer. If you're serving food, you know what I mean? I'm like, I don't want to, that, that would not be a good idea, but no, <laughs> I doubt they would do that. But anyway, yeah. I don't think they'll make it exclusive like that. If anything, maybe it's like, Hey, if you use Poco Peati, it's X amount percent off or something it's I, I'm just stunned and blown away that things continually I joked about it from the outset that uh, we were finally going to have Opal's amusement park at um, Glass City Metro Park but the, <laughs> things continually are added to it and mm-hmm. it's not an amusement park with rides but there is no, once it's all done and, and that might not be for like till 2025 there will be no shortage of things to do there that's true it, it will I, I it will be very impressive which I'm you know, good for them. Um, it doesn't yeah, have cool. uh, it doesn't have the same ring as Vaximilian, but Vaxa Scholarship is here. So to explain that, because I did see that there's some incentives that DeWine rolled out yesterday, but I didn't like go as far as reading them. And then once I realized it involves students, I said, "Oh, okay. Well, no." Yeah, I think it's kids 12 to 25. Um, I don't have the specifics because I kind of scoffed at it, especially knowing that I wasn't eligible for it. But I think it's five $100,000 scholarships and fifty ten thousand dollars $10,000 scholarships. Wow. Um, Jeez. I, I, I might be wrong in the numbers there, but it's definitely Vaxa scholarship. And I'm going to guess that the state did plenty of research and said that um, this will work. Or maybe they're just dangling it out there because... I, I didn't listen to the press conference. I haven't seen any numbers for the state locally, although I, I think generally speaking for our area and maybe even nationally outside of like real hot spots, um, cases are going down, but uh, severity issues, like the seriousness of those that uh-huh. have them is, is creeping up a bit. And there's more breakthrough cases, which is not completely unexpected. And my dad was inquiring about getting a booster since it seems like we've settled on that for... Pfizer, um, but is this going to appeal to many people? And that's where I'm wondering if they did research or surveys, because if I'm like 19 years old, um, this is not going to compel me in any way. Like, I don't know. This is certainly yeah. not the incentive that the that Vaximilian was, where that really pushed things. Like, you might have a lot of people in that age group just kind of, you know, shrugging their shoulders at it. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, I agree. I think it's going to, it's going to be a shoulder shrug for people. I don't know if it's going to, I don't understand like the mo I mean, I get the motive of getting people vaccinated. So is it, do we think that like some of the, most of the COVID cases are coming from the schools and so they feel like they should get the students vaccinated to try to decrease that? You know, I have no idea. I think the data says, I'm guessing. 
I, I think the data has said that it's all younger people now who are being hospitalized, people in their 20s yeah, and, and 30s. I don't know about um, the age that this is being, this incentive is being thrown out there for. And maybe there's some fine print in there, um, like there is with lotteries, where if you can you can win $455 million and you can have it all over the course of your life, or you can do a one-time payout. Um, it would... It would be nice. This would probably work much better if you're if you win and you can take some kind of financial payout, because I, I think through a lot of this and generally in life, if you pay people to do something, they will do it. I'm pretty yeah. sure that when like hundred dollar gift cards have been given away by the health department here, it's sparked interest and incentive. But but really, anything I. I also, also um, COVID-driven, I think it's Philadelphia, who, I want to bring this up in a second and ask Bethany her, her input on this. Um, I think Philadelphia, like everybody else, short on bus drivers, was going to pay parents like $150 a month to drive their kids to school. So, uh, mm-hmm. Alex, as we get farther and farther away from my pay people not to shoot other people idea... It's not a bad idea. I mean, just pay people no. to do things. Um, yeah. Bed- Bedford has squashed one of their bus routes because they don't have any drivers. Um, Bethany, TSA is all drop-offs, right? Um, for the most part, yes. We do have a bus that comes from Sylvania because we have enough students from that area to justify it right. um, mm-hmm. with, with them. Uh, so I know there's a Sylvania bus, but I think that's it. We used to have a Springfield bus and a BG bus. It just depends um, on our enrollment, how many kids come from that area. Um, but the majority of our parents do drive. And I know that if, if you are a parent that does drive, that doesn't re- rely on the bus service, there is um, a refund, quote unquote, that you can get uh, from, from your district uh, because you're not using their bus service. So, so- it, that's not far off from saying, hey, parents, we'll give you $150 if you drive your kid and don't use the bus. Yeah. Um, and I guess I shouldn't be surprised that the bus driver shortage continues, although I I don't know. Like, I keep thinking back to when Jerry Anderson started driving for BG. Those hours seem pretty nice. And if they're going to give you, it's not, you're not going to get rich, but if they're going to provide you, like, especially from uh, cities and municipalities, like city and municipality benefits, like that's a, that's not a bad deal. Like to be quite honest, if it weren't that hard to get a license or anything, and if I was looking for, there are other jobs I would be far more disinclined to do than driving a bunch of school kids around on a bus for six hours a day and making decent money and getting benefits. I don't know. I think it takes a special person to drive a bus because those kids are really rowdy on the bus. (laughs) That's, that's rough. Yeah, and and the certification to to be a bus driver is kind of difficult. Annoying is not the right word, but it is it is more difficult. You can't just like sign up to drive the bus. Like we, you know, just to drive our school van, we have to go through every year. We have to do training. Yeah. You have to get a physical. You have to do oh, all this physical. stuff. Fill out all this paperwork. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like it's it's very intensive to keep it safe for the kids. So, um, it's. You know, and and I would say from my experience, the majority of bus drivers that I know are like a retired age. Yeah. And they could be nervous about being confined in a bus with so many kids that are not able to be vaccinated yet because. Yeah. I think it's only what, like 12 and up. Yeah. So it's dicey. I mean, I I'm not surprised that there's a sort shortage at all. It's a good point about it being a good retirement job. 
Um, yeah, it makes sense. I think Washington Local was one of the places looking for bus drivers, and I think they said, mm-hmm. I, I think you have to get like a CDL license. I, I might be wrong on yep. that, but I think some of the articles I've seen looking for bus drivers, places are willing to pay people at least partly as they go through the training, and then they can like come on full time in whatever capacity as uh, as as they become an actual like licensed bus driver. Uh, but I always yeah. think about this when I read these stories, and I'm like, you know what? Some of these kids are probably real assholes, but I would be mm-hmm. the cool bus driver. You so say you that, think. and you so- <laughs> all right. Um, hold on one second. I got a traffic report to do. Everybody's like, everybody's driving dumb this afternoon, apparently. Yeah. Couple of accidents to pass along as we get going with our Friday commute. 475 westbound, 423, a disabled vehicle blocking the left lane. Stop and go. Back to Talmadge. Another accident with the left lane block 75 southbound before Detroit Avenue and an accident airport at 475. That's your Cumulus Toledo right now traffic. Um, I drove past the one on airport. That was pretty bad. Was it? Yeah, it was. It was like multiple cars. It was actually yeah. not as bad as I expected it to be when we had like 72 hours of rain. No, it wasn't. I, you know, it to have like, what did they say? One in a hundred year rainfall. Um, traffic held up, you know, and, and maybe it was, maybe it's because it wasn't like that freezing rain that you really worry about. And it wasn't yeah, like... And- it's the freezing rain or it's the when it's really hot outside and then it rains and the ground is like oily. It wasn't any yeah. of those, which was nice. People still yeah. d- drive dumb usually in, in, in imperfect, in anything in, uh, that's imperfect weather. Um, See, I think it's worse when it's nice out. Because the, the <laughs> sun or people are not paying attention? Uh, yeah, they just don't pay attention. Like they're not, I, I think, like especially when we're coming into spring and it's like the first really nice day, people drive like complete bat, like yeah. bat, bat shit crazy on the road. Yeah. Fair point. Overstimulation. Windows down, yeah. music's up, that right. kind of thing. all the things. Um, may, I, may I bring up a controversial topic? Um, we are in the heat of candy corn season. And oh, God. <laughs> I'm not bringing that up. Then what's the controversial corn, topic? The candy corn. What's that, Bethany? The candy corn. I, I all the candy corn. I, I, I am not. Um, I'm not bringing that up, but I think that there is an overlooked controversial fall food topic, and I will bring that up right now. And it's because of uh, Alex, of all people who gave me the idea, um, Alfonso, the dude from East Toledo who was running for council, he's like, uh, I'm not about that pumpkin life. Give me all the apples. So, I mean, I think, mm. that, and that's not even the controversy. I want to bring controversy to this. What is the superior apple? Honey crisp, hands down. <laughs> See? Granny Smith. See? People are very passionate about the apples that they prefer most. Um, I don't, I, 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 I go red delicious. It's just. No, absolutely what, not. What's wrong it's, with the red delicious? Honey- it's too um, uh, spongy and grainy. Does that make sense? Honeycrisp all day long, 100% top, top 10 out of 10. Then nah, if, nah. if Honeycrisp is like, you know, $4 an apple, I'll, <laughs> I'll downgrade to a Fiji apple. Um, I think Macintosh are fun, 
if you're baking, like making a like an apple pie or apple strudel or something like that, then I do prefer the Granny Smith because they hold up the best when you're baking with them. Um, but if I'm going to pick up an apple and eat it, if if I'm going to pick up an apple and eat it, it's got to be a Honeycrisp. And wow. I am team apple all the way. Don't care about pumpkin. Don't really like pumpkin. I don't want anything to do with pumpkin. But apple, apple all day long. The new Starbucks apple crisp macchiato ice <laughs> is is chef's kiss. Highly recommend. Ten out of ten. Thank you for this topic. I'm here for it. See, uh, <laughs> everybody gets caught up in pineapple on pizza. It's not that time of year though, or you know. People hate the pumpkin spice lovers. People hate me who love candy corn. And I knew that this was going to be a touchy topic because people are very territorial about their apples. Bethany, I don't I don't like any of the ones that you named. I mean, they're fine, but I don't buy them. I go all the way with Red Delicious. I mean, how can you deny something with delicious in the name? But my number two favorite, which my mom got me hooked on when I was a kid, and it's, it's a distant second... Granny Smith apples. I love that sour apple taste. So I yeah, like I, when I think of fall. I know people. Some people love pumpkin. And you're right. Some people love apple picking, and they love pumpkin. Like I don't really go those routes. It's just this. It's like the the seasoning for me, maybe. So like the cinnamon and the nutmeg mm-hmm. of it all. Like I'm here for that. If that makes any sense. Like. I, like so long yeah. as it has that in it, then I'll do it. I don't do um, pumpkin either. Don't do sweet potato. Don't do pumpkin. Apples, meh. But Granny Smith would be my choice. So I don't know. I'm not like a fall foods kind of person unless it's like a chili or a stew. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm all about the fall. Fall's my favorite season. It's like, it's my happy time. Um, well, welcome to fall. If you yes, co- thank if- you. It's my birthday season. Holla. <laughs> Uh, before we wrap this up, could you ask some other people this? Because I, I kind of want to start this controversy. Like, I want to see people's <laughs> apple territorialness um, take over some of the pumpkin spice and candy corn things. But um, birthday stuff. So we got a Maddie birthday and a Bethany birthday coming up, right? Yep. Um, when? So Maddie's is October 10th. Oh. I, I'm, like, struggling. I'm, I got to get it together. Um, and mine's not till November 14th, but yeah, I have like two more weeks to plan her birthday party and I haven't done it yet. <laughs> what, what She's a little sweetie? Well, I guess you don't know what's going to happen for her birthday, but what are the like goals or overarching plans that you hope to achieve? Cause one year old birthdays are not for one year olds they're for everybody else. Okay. So first of all, I'm not that mom. Like, <laughs> I, which I was, like, mom? Working- know those moms extravagant birthday parties I'm not that mom and so like my dad was I was working on the invitation and my dad um I sent like a, a version for everyone to to proof and to uh you know approve and my dad was like the number one is not big enough and I was like <laughs> sir and you know he's 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 the one pulling the well she's only gonna be one once and I'm like okay like, as long as there's, like, some Paw Patrol stuff, some Bubble Guppy stuff, maybe Elmo, you know, shows up somewhere. She really doesn't care. And I was Aww. I was very close to putting, like, on the invitation, um, no gifts allowed. Because I, like, we have a small house. And we're, 
she has her basic needs, her, her basic toy needs are met. And I cannot put any more stuff in my house. I don't want to put any more stuff in my house. And if she gets presents, they're staying at the grandparents. Because I just cannot, I don't want to accommodate. And I know the level, because she's the first grandchild in my family. And she's the first girl grandchild in Josh's family. Like, I know the level of spoiling is about to be out of control. And I'm, I, yeah. I can't, I can't accommodate yeah. that. And wait till she gets friends, like wait till she gets older and she's making friends. And so you're inviting other, you know, freaking kids to the party and they bring gifts. Good luck, girl. Um, Yeah. Like right now we're just, it's just going to be family and like that, that's it. (laughs) Are you looking to move? Um, I don't want, I don't want to move. I'm not really, uh, happy about our school choices where we live but you have plenty of time for that I really don't want to move so yeah like I'm I'm you can't really tell by looking at my house but I'm kind of a minimalist like I really don't like a lot of stuff and I want to uh have the rule that if something comes in something has to go out Um, (laughs) because I think I think that's important and I think that's good for kids to um, be decisive and and go through their toys and say what what don't you play with anymore? What can we give to somebody that doesn't have a toy? Um, and kind of start that young so that it doesn't get out of control because it can get out of control very fast. Is it um, is it I, acceptable I to is it acceptable to also just ask that instead of they provide like gifts, they provide experiences? Like I did that for my nephews for the first few years of their life because. I couldn't afford, like, I didn't want to compete with all the grandparents to get them the best gift and, like, everything was always gone. So then I was left with nothing because I'm last minute Alex. So I'm just like, okay, here's a zoo safari, like a stroller safari. You're welcome. Here is, like, swim classes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I hope, I mean, right now that's hard because she's only one. Like, there's not a whole lot of stuff she can do. But, yeah, like, I hope that, that we go down that road or like Mm -hmm. hey how about you save half of this stuff for christmas and we spread it out a little bit so i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens but i like your one in one out theory i wish you would have applied it to tucker when maddie showed up (laughs) (laughs) um is Uh. is maddie still repeating everything and still eating dog food um yes and yes she is very good at mimicking. <laughs> She's very good at mimicking, so I need to start watching my language. Um, she picks up on things way too fast. I'm not prepared. Uh, but yeah, she still goes for the dog food. We kind we kind of have it. I mean, we have it caged off for the most part, but every once in a while, she gets around it. I just, How's I her hair growth eat? coming along? It's not. It's, oh, it's, sweetie. <laughs> it's, it's filling in. Like, it's filling in okay. But I, like, she won't, there will not be any cute ponytails until she's probably four years old. And Aww. that's, it's all my fault. Like, I was the same way. I still don't have any hair, so. It's, a, it's adorable, just, though. Like, yeah. it's so cute. I, I, I at least. Like the the bows that have like the, uh, what do you call it? like the pinchy clip 
type things mm-hmm. like those mm-hmm. can go in her hair now because she has enough that it will hold on to something <laughs> yeah i don't have to use the headbands anymore but uh yeah poor thing's still on the struggle bus with the hair but she's getting a lot of teeth at once oh so we're we're in the middle of that is that painful so for her like is she crying a lot She's been a trooper. I mean, for the horror stories that I've heard about kids teething, she's been a trooper. Every once in a while, she kind of has a meltdown, but I'll just give her some Tylenol and she'll, you know, be cool. But I can tell because she's like constantly chewing on her thumb or like, you know, feeling around her gums. She likes to like chew on stuff and um, really get it in there. But she's she's doing all right has has this child seen a physician for any ailment since she departed your body she has not knock on wood that's insane cross my fingers i know but please don't jinx me i i think we should take credit for it for you doing the podcast while you were in labor that like sprinkled some healthy (laughs) pixie dust over her like it's oh for sure crazy that there has not been one Ailment, health issue, bad ears, the diaper rash. Did she get diaper rash? Oh, um, yeah, but but we just put the cream on it. And... Does she like? It's... Okay, but when she gets diaper rash, does she like scream bloody murder? Like, I think that's the hardest thing to help, like change a diaper for a baby that has a rash. Oh, no. Um, she. I think there's only been like a handful of times that it actually upset her. Normally, it she acts like she doesn't feel it at all. Um, oh my gosh! But it okay. was, it was pretty bad like a couple months ago. Um, but it was when she kind of started quote unquote solid foods like baby food mm-hmm. and not just a bottle. So I think she just had to work it through her system because she hasn't had one in a really long time now. So I think she, she her body kind of figured it out. That's but rough. I that just, is I rough. make sure like she gets a bath usually every other day. So I try to just keep it really clean and dry and. Mm-hmm. It's it's been pretty good. So, good. all things considered, yeah, you've had a know. very e- e- it's been smooth sailing for you with this child. Yes, knock on wood. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like we've also been kind of in lockdown because of COVID. Like that's like the worst you know worst case scenario. So we've we've still been extra super careful. I don't know like under regular circumstances if. If she would have gotten more sick or anything like that. She's also not in a traditional daycare. And I know at least two, three kids around, you know, within months of her age that have either gotten COVID or gotten RSV or both. Uh And they are in daycare situations like the one daycare. I think five kids got COVID at the same time and they shut it down. So I'm also very grateful that we don't have her in regular daycare and it's somebody's home um, because that's terrifying to me. Uh, So I just, yes, I'm thankful. I pray every day and we're, we're riding this good wave and hopefully it stays that way. Who's, who's her uh, daycare or sitter? Um, Her name is Stacy and she watches kids out of her home and she like a, a, friend of my cousin or actually a girl that works with my cousin um her little her little boy uh she watches her little boy so that's how we got her name um mm. but she's great and it's like the you know perfect scenario other than my family watching her so um 
So that's been good. Maybe, and it's affordable. <laughs> um, maybe keeping kids out of daycare is, is what's keeping them from getting COVID. Um, I, when I think about it, I don't think Jody's daughter, Delaney, has been very sick either. And um, they're... Both of their parents usually watch Delaney most of the time yep. as well. So Yeah, it's a huge, I mean, it's a huge privilege if, if you can do that. And obviously my mom can watch her two days out of the week. And Josh's mom has been watching her one day a week because he's taking Matt back and forth to Cleveland for chemo. But um, yeah, I if, if you, ha- if you have a, a grandparent or family member that can watch them all the time, that's like the best case scenario but a lot that of people just nice. can't can't do that you know mm-hmm. my mom did it until she was too elderly too yeah and I, I think especially like you know of my generation that's now starting to have kids or around my age i feel like our parents are having to work a lot longer so mm-hmm. i think a lot of people are having to rely on daycare more so now because their parents are still working which is you know my my case um, I'm just lucky that my mom can cannot work for two days, but yeah. it's hard. It's um, hard, man. How how is the Magic Man? <laughs> he's he's good, although uh, their furnace just exploded, so he just had to drop way too much money to get a new furnace, and it's not good. So what's too much money? Uh. Five, five or, digits. Five, five, five digits. Like $10,000? Is that five? Like 17 Oh, my. For a furnace? Yeah. Well, what it was like is, the furnace, the air he, conditioner, like the whole system, I guess. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> so. You know, I, I know you know that I keep asking you, like, has your dad gotten a COVID bill yet? And... I have seen recently that um, it's been kind of quiet with all the COVID stuff that insurance companies uh, or whatever are not going to cover this um, anymore. And I guess I guess if you got COVID, you didn't get a bill because you got COVID and it's all just been, you know, washed away. And I'm wondering if it becomes a bigger deal that um, it's 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 not a mandate. It's not a demand it could be a punishment or a penalty or a surcharge. Like if you get COVID, you're not, not going to get a bill anymore. Like this is going to go. Well, I think, I think it's also because you have the option to get a free vaccine. If you don't get the vaccine, I I could see like if you're vaccinated and you still get it eh, I don't know, that's touchy. But like, if you don't take the opportunity to get a free vaccine and you get it, I could see them saying you didn't take the preventative measures. You're, you're going to owe this bill. I always knew that there would be, um, there would never be anything, any mandates like nationally. This stuff would always just figure itself out. And I really think that this is a super quiet story that people, that hasn't been a big deal. I get it. There's other things going on, but this is potentially like a big deal. Like, let's say you get deathly ill with COVID and you've got long COVID or you're on a, like everything your dad went through. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like the hospital is not going to be like, we're just going to let you die. We're going to keep you alive. And then we're going to bill you. And then maybe your insurance company says, oh, you know what? You didn't get vaccinated. We can only cover X amount. Um, yeah. Your, your mandate 
is there. Now, it's not great that you'll likely be dealing potentially with financial ruin because God knows how much it costs, like, all the hospital services your dad was getting to keep him alive. Right, right. You you don't want to know, but if you get that bill... Some people might have been like, I wish COVID would have killed me. But you're exactly right. Like now with the opportunity here to protect yourself from getting hospitalized for a long period of time, it's kind of like how um, with health insurance over the years, if you smoke, I mean, you pay more if you're a smoker, right? Yep. Yep. And all these other things, like if you have a gym membership, you get to save a couple of bucks. It's been some years since I had to do certain things like get a get a lipid panel and get a physical so you can keep your premiums in 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 play. Like this could wind up being a really big deal that everybody's overlooking right now because yeah, you can get the vaccine and keep yourself from having to get a quarter of a million dollar hospital bill. Right. But my body, my rights. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I want to get into it. I've done my best to absolutely pull back from having any kind of back and forth with people on the internet. And I think I've done a a real solid job of that. But God damn it. If I, if when I see Nazi and Hitler comparisons that are so far off base, I really have to exercise all of my discipline. I have to like put my phone down and walk away because the, my tack of, if you want to be an idiot and be completely stupid, that's on your sixth grade history teacher. I'm just going to let you live that life. But man, the, the Nazi stuff really, really irks me. Yeah, it's 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 a struggle. And I find myself like getting ready to type a response and I just go, wait a minute. Right. This is not worth it because you're not going to change their mind and they're not going to change my mind. So it's not even worth it. Yep. It's not worth the engagement. Um, what's, uh, what's going on, uh, TSA wise, uh, Megan last night echoed your sentiments, uh, of just how busy and crazy it's been. I told her last night that you're like, you want COVID to come back only so that you can stay at home <laughs> and, and not, yeah. and have less to do. Cause it's been nutty, but what's going on at school? Um, it's exactly that it's, it's been stressful. Like we've, we've been pretty pretty good we have a pretty high vaccination rate amongst our students so far um but we have a lack of subs and i'll teach call me off the bench yeah i mean we don't have enough subs they did um have sixth graders stay home today and and monday because they were going to use the sixth grade team as subs um we just have a lot of people out they you know if they test positive for covid they may not have, you know, symptoms, but they have to quarantine anyway because we do have students that aren't vaccinated. It's just, it's it's a mess. And our school nurse and our, like, assistant principals who handle the subs and all that scheduling are MVPs. I don't know how they do their jobs right now, um, but they're doing amazing. Uh, the good thing is, like, I feel like morale's, you know, good because they're in school. Um, right. As much as things are crazy. They're in school, they're seeing each other, they're living their best life. Um, You know, we're still able to do our performances. They just did Dancing with the Staff last night, and that was, you know, a great, great thing. Flying Pig Pig Fest went good. Did Gerky dance? (laughs) He did not, no. He, uh, I think he did it one time and said never again, just because he is, he gets too embarrassed. But, um, it's, it's been good. I mean, obviously it's crazy, but it's, it's good. It's not, um, 
it's a positive, but it's something else that's overlooked. Like I was pretty fearful in, I don't know, I guess July when Delta really picked up and we saw that kids were were catching this as opposed to alpha COVID or whatever else. And they weren't really getting it, at least certainly not symptomatically or testing positive. And I was like, shit, like if these kids get it because they can't get vaccinated and they get it bad like this could actually be the worst part of the pandemic so i'm thankful that that didn't come to fruition i know that some kids are getting hospitalized and obviously it's very serious and problematic and nobody ever wants a sick kid but it's not it's nowhere near as bad as i was prepared for it to be we just have kids dropping or you know just beds of kids in, in hospitals. I, I know they're getting it, but from what you gather, like just from TSA stuff, they're testing positive, but not major serious symptoms, right? From from what I can tell, I know of one kid, not um, a TSA kid, but a staff uh, kid who I don't believe is vaccinated um, is not, is very sick. Uh, right now, but I, from what I gather, the kids that have comp- that have tested positive have had uh, no symptoms or pretty pretty mild symptoms. I mean, you know, cold, virus, ickiness type stuff, but nothing that is, you know, you need to be hospitalized. Um, there's, I mean, there are some kids that get pretty sick, but there has there hasn't been anything life threatening. Um, as far as I know. So that's, that's good because yeah, I mean, same thing. I was terrified. Um, and we're still all masked all the time. We started that way and I, he will continue that way because it, it, for, for even as bad as our school is, like, I can't imagine trying to contact trace and handle if they're not masked. Um, so it, I'm just glad that, yeah, I don't, I don't know of a lot of kids knock on wood so far that have been super, super sick. Um, hopefully it just, you know, however their little bodies work, they're able to fight it better, faster or something. I don't know. And that'll be one of the things that I look forward to having answered. Like why weren't kids affected like they normally are with these things? Um, I think this is CDC stuff. There's a guy on Twitter. His name is Eric Topol, T-O-P-O-L. He's been Mm -hmm. quite insightful um, throughout all of this. He's got now like half a million followers. He is a physician and scientist somewhere out. He's out in in California. He's kind of been like a a benchmark speaker about a lot of these things. So I try to check in on his tweets once a day if I miss them. And he has mm-hmm. put out a graphic uh, mask requirements in K-12 K through 12 schools, limited COVID-19 outbreaks, schools without mask requirements for three and a half more times to have outbreaks compared with schools that started the year with mask requirements. Um, yeah. He, I don't want to bury anybody with numbers, but it 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 looks like 96% of schools have remained open in the Delta wave. I'm guessing if they were masked. So um, it might not be the the stuff that um, frontline workers wear, but it's the same reason why we cover our mouths when we sneeze. If anything that can prevent the the spread is helpful and certainly seemingly doing so as we crammed kids back into school. Yeah, exactly. What are you doing this weekend? What am I doing this weekend? Tomorrow is the birthday party or the birthday party at uh, the dog park. So I'll be out there with some 
doggy cake and human cake. Awesome. I'm excited about that. Is and Tucker it, and Gus will be excited that they get to go. Is it the birthday party for the dog park? Yeah. Yeah. Got the it. birthday or the dog park. Oh my God. I think it's five years old now. I was going to say That's older. Crazy. It might be, maybe it's six. I don't know. We lost a year. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. It's five or six years old. But anyways. Um, that's for our afternoon. And then I'm going to a designer bag bingo thing okay. uh, for uh, McCord football. It's like a fundraiser for my cousin's little little boy. Not a little boy. He's like a teenager now. So I'm going to be a social butterfly tomorrow and then hopefully just relax on Sunday. But that's about it. Good. What are you doing? Um, helping make meals tomorrow. That'll probably take up my morning and early midday. No plans in oh, the yeah. afternoon. And then it's Coleman stuff Sunday morning. So Oh, that's right. I am very You curious. love making those meals. Those meals look so good. Like the one you posted last week, I wanted to eat that. What do you remember which one it was? I think it was like the stir fry looking thing. It was uh, like rice and veggies and Egg might have might have been egg roll in a bowl, which I have a recipe yeah. for. I do at home. It was it was very oh, good. It looks um, so good. You know, Matt always tries to remind me like how much fun this is. I'm like it's work. It's not fun. Like it's enjoyable. I don't mind it, but it's not fun. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. Like I I kind of like it. Like and you would think the monotony of it. Because um, it's a lot of doing the same thing over and over again, even though it's different meals. There's something about it that just has an appeal. Um, sometimes that's therapeutic, though. Like, sometimes yes. I really enjoy doing, like, you know, not, like, factory-type stuff where it's just, like, the same thing over and over again. Because you can kind of shut your brain off and just, like, do it but relax while you're doing it. Yeah, there's... Oh. Uh, they Matt plays like DJ Manny mixes the whole time, and I hear Doja Cat like forty two times, <laughs> and I I have been bringing my earbuds with me so I can listen to like podcasts. But we mm-hmm. get to talking, and that music's still on in the background. But I would be totally right. fine if I could just listen to blow through podcasts and stuff um, for the six or seven hours or whatever that I'm there because. Yeah, for, for that period of time, once a week, it's okay to do monotonous stuff. Like you said, shut my brain off. And I think most of the appeal is I like cooking and right. I like putting these things together. It's I'm not cooking the things, but I like kitchen work. Yeah, you're like a line cook for a day. Yeah, and I'm curious to see how what the attendance is like for Komen on Sunday because it's usually, it it's right there with opening day is the biggest event the most gathered event of the year in Toledo. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's not going to be. The, I think the numbers for usually there's ten thousand registered people, and this year there's three thousand. So I'm curious to see how what the turnout is like. I think it will be from what from the the events that I've been around and heard about. Um, attendance is good, like full, but not like a blowout attendance. Right. I think people maybe are. I, from from what I can tell, like people, I mean, especially for me personally, like I'm really picking and choosing what I go to because A, I'm already busy and overwhelmed and B, like I am choosing what I want to be social with um, because of COVID. So it's kind of like a, it's, it's, I think it's limiting attendance a little bit for everything. I agree. I agree. You're probably lopping a little bit off. Um, of of the capacity, 10, 20%. Like I thought about that when yeah. I went to 
uh, the pop fest last week, last night going to Philip's birthday party. I was in a crabby mood mm-hmm. and I saw all the cars in the parking lot. I'm like, COVID, COVID, I'm going to leave. But, <laughs> right. But yeah. Alex, Alex gave me a look and then found me parking. So, <laughs> all right, well, have a good weekend and I will text you. All right, you too. Bye. Bye.